Good morning, you're listening to FordAlley.net, and I'm Kemp Har. This morning, my guest is Chris O'Connor, the president and CEO of Congolium. Chris, how you doing? Doing great today, Kent. How are you doing? I'm good. I wanted to talk to you because you've gotten to the backside of your reorganization. We'll get to some of that in just a minute. Let's let's real quick run through a company, a brand that has a rich heritage. This company started, family company, all the way back in Scotland with sailcloth, canvas. But you got into linoleum in 1877, got some patents, came over to the United States in 1886. And then the name is kind of interesting. In 1902, company got into roofing, and they were using an asphalt that came from Africa, so they called it Congo. And uh, the flooring was a uh, linoleum, so they called it Congolium, that's kind of a mix of where the name come from. Rich in innovation, in 1960, you had 40 patents. You were the first with a no-wax floor. You've been focused on resilient throughout all this. Uh, you bought by a shipbuilding company, and you've been in and out, being public and private. It looks like in 2000, you signed a, a national distribution arrangement with Mohawk. And then another innovation that's still very strong to date, uh, 2003, Dura Ceramic introduced. 04, you added Scotch Guard. And then in 12, you, you broke away from American Built Right and still private. And today, it uh, looks like you're held by Hillside Capital. Is that right? No, we're owned by uh, two private equity companies. One is Frontier Capital, and the other one is uh, called Simplon International. Okay. And just on you too, Chris, you've been six years at Congolian, came in on the financial side as CFO. Prior to that, you worked for CMH Space, uh, so you've got a relationship, I'm sure, with Hoy Lanning. That's where he was. You've spent 10 years there. Uh, you do come up from the accounting side. You work for Price Waterhouse. Uh, you got an MBA from Duke and, a, and an undergrad from UNC Charlotte. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, I spent many years with Hoy and the guys at CMH and really learned the flooring business from those guys, and that's that's really been helpful since I came to Congolium. All right, so Congolium went through a bankruptcy in 2010. Back then, they were dealing with environmental issues, asbestos issues, and they just really didn't get the balance sheet cleaned up. So 10 years later, you went through another one. This was a, real sh- a short one, and you've just come out of it here a few weeks ago. Tell us a little bit about how things are today. Things are really good for Congolian. We have a strong balance sheet. Um, like you said, out of the last bankruptcy, there was some bond debt left on the books. There was still a lot of environmental liabilities, which continued to get worse over the 10 years. And the company had a lot of pensions that were left on the books and underfunded. And with the super low interest rates, it's very hard to keep a pension funded. So from 2010 to 2015, when I started the balance sheet, deteriorated. And when I started in 2015, we started to turn the company around and really improved cash flow. So we've we've had good cash flow, but we just had too much debt and too many obligations that once we were done paying all those every year, there really wasn't anything left. And with the pandemic, just put us in a position where it made sense to go through a Chapter 11. We did it differently. The prior Chapter 11 was a reorganization. We did something called a 363 sale, which allowed us to basically sell the assets of the company, and the company's now free and clear. And that's how we were able to accomplish it so quickly. So I, I think we definitely made the right decision there. And I think we were probably in Chapter 11 for about four months or so. So, so we're really happy and pleased with the results. 
Okay, so it's a new day for Congolium. I think you have two manufacturing facilities. You have one in New Jersey and one in Pennsylvania, right? Yes, we also have one in Maryland. In Maryland, okay. So looking at your USP or differentiation, you're going with a USA-made. You've got some. You've got a Clio product that's probably the spotlight product now, and that's a PVC-free, made-in-the-USA product, right? Yep, PVC-free and redless-free. So there are no. Okay. California has a list of chemicals, and we've gone through the certification. We have no redless chemicals in the product. Uh-huh. So your product line is a combination of sheet and LVT, right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. I know a long time ago. Most of your sheet was a felt-back product, and uh, nowadays sheets comes in both glass and felt. What is your position there? So we're vertically integrated. We own a felt plant. We make our own felt, which I think gives us an advantage. We actually have the only 16-foot-wide felt plant that I'm aware of in the world. Fiberglass really became popular, but we believe felt is really a better product for sheet vinyl. We're able to do, I think, some heavier chemical embossing. You know, we think we have the highest quality product, and we still believe in felt, and, and I think our customers believe in it as well. Yeah. You, you also have a, a pretty nice share in the manufactured home business, don't you? That's correct. We've done very well. Manufactured housing, um, you know, wide-width market. There's limited competition, and, and we've really enjoyed a, a good market share in that market. Okay. So moving forward... You start looking at both the residential and the commercial business. Will your focus be evenly split, or how you focus the business moving forward? We're going to look at three areas of our business. We do very well in manufactured housing, as you mentioned. Yeah. Our residential business, we have changed distribution. We had a national distributor. Yeah. wasn't really a, a good relationship the last 10 years. Right. We've made changes there. So we want to grow our residential business, yeah. and we also really want to grow our commercial business and we want to use Clio, which we think is a very unique product because it performs well, but it's PVC-free. So we think that gives us a good entry into the commercial market. Uh-huh. Now, Clio, is, is that an, an acronym? Does that stand for something? Yeah, it stands for Congolium Leading Environmental Options. Okay. And we just wanted to separate it uh-huh. from Congolium since all of our Congolium products contain PVC. Yeah. So we wanted to differentiate the brand a little bit. So... As we look at the future with this vaccine around the corner, what's your outlook for growth in 2021? I think residential market continues to, to be strong. Mm-hmm. I think manufactured housing continues to be strong. I think the commercial market will recover right. as we get a vaccine and people can return to work. We've, we've had a good experience working remotely, but we're starting to see the limitations of that as far as onboarding and collaboration and people not being able to work together. So, you know, people may work more remotely in the future, but, you know, I don't think, you know, office space is, is not going to be used at all. So I, I expect the commercial market to recover. I know that I think that's probably been the, the hardest hit market in flooring uh, uh, in the pandemic. I'm with you, Chris. I'm ready to get my team back together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a wild year yeah all right chris great to talk to you and congratulations on getting on the backside of this uh, chapter 11 reorganization and looking for strong things from congolium again been talking to chris o'connor the president and ceo of congolium and you've been listening to kempar and floridaily.net